Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening and welcome back to my episode. This is going to be the final episode of the season. Um we've had a fantastic run for over 4 months and uh, I'll take some time off for summer, come back again um after <clears throat> a couple of months. Um I will uh, keep publishing in the in 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 between uh maybe once a month or so. uh but i'll regularize again after summer is over and i'm back into my normal schedule the podcast ha- uh, the podcast so far has been very unscripted i had the uh intention and the idea to uh share with my listeners about my personal experience with uh, uh with happiness especially you know since the covid period um and and what followed after that including the uh, the political changes in in the US uh, and Europe uh, and now the war in Ukraine um you know has has had a significant impact on me and i'm i'm very sure it has had a significant impact on many other people uh, many of us have started to evaluate life in a different uh, perspective uh, the great resignation for example is one glorious um symbol of people uh who have been waiting to make a change and i'm i'm guessing that uh, the pandemic uh the condition of life the way we live um and uh, the way we have been uh, uh you know perceiving the purpose of life uh has has changed for a lot of us uh, it has changed for me and uh, i wanted to give uh, a brief idea about what led me to be so consistent in some of these approaches in life especially you know seeking happiness and what is happiness and all that i have generally covered uh, the main aspects of keeping a very healthy mind um i firmly believe that uh, the mind which is the control center uh, has got uh, a tremendous role to play in people who are happy generally happy and people who are equally miserable uh, people who have been successful and people who have uh, not been successful um and how how we perceive uh, almost everything that happens around us um rene descartes said i think therefore i am the eastern philosophers have always contested that feel that feeling that perception and they have said i am therefore i think meaning that um mind itself is not the ultimate there is something beyond the mind and of course uh, a lot of our common vocabulary supports that approach we we often say um my mind is very troubled uh my mind is not thinking straight um my mind doesn't feel you know good enough today almost implying that uh, the mind belongs to something or somebody eastern philosophers have termed that something or somebody as the self uh, which is the ultimate of the con- consciousness now whichever the approach is i think they both allude to the fact that uh, the mind is extremely subtle and has a, a direct role to play in how we live how we behave how we how we interact with each other and how we perceive our existences So in this uh, series in the first series uh, we focused predominantly on how to keep the mind uh, in a in a state uh, in which it is well fed well nutritioned uh, however um, the the 
ultimate goal, I think, for many of us who are trying to get into that state of uh, persistent happiness is to be able to control mind. And uh, if the mind belongs to the self, then unless we have an idea about the self, we won't be able to understand or have a clear idea about what mind is and how to control mind. Now, this is what uh, I think Dalai Lama also mentioned in uh, numerous um, sessions that, uh, you know, from an intellectual perspective, we can have all the, uh, you know, uh, ideas, opinions as to what the mind is. But unless we reach a certain um, state of mind through practice, through determination um, and through rigor, mental rigor, those things would remain as theories for us. So far, our conversations have mostly been intellectual in nature. We have tried to argue with logic. But at some point in time, the logic would fail to interpret what's beyond it. Um, I haven't personally been able to go there. Um, but I believe that uh, four or five things that I have done uh, in the last several years that I've shared with you in, in, this, in the past episodes have had a significant impact on uh, the steadiness of my uh, of my sense of happiness. Uh, the first one being be very mindful about the actions that I do. The second one being um, stop uh, all the inputs, all the bad inputs, all the unnecessary inputs, data that are not required, especially from social media. Those are individual opinions. Those are very, some of them are very passionate, very angry, very emotional, uh, you know, data. Uh, and such emotionally charged or passion charged information or data sort of uh, rouses the passion in us. And when we have emotion ruling us, our decisions are likely going to be wrong. Our state of mind is likely going to be fiery, very unstable. So having to keep away from social media has been a blessing to me in many ways. The third is uh, having an idea about the essential actions that has to be performed and has to be performed uh, c uh, consistently. For example, making sure that the family has things um, has has food on the table. They've got a roof roof on their on their on their heads. Yeah, their basic needs are are fulfilled. And the last thing that uh, I have done is um, um, think of of a larger benefit than just benefiting myself from my activities. So. Uh, like I think I've mentioned in a couple of the past episodes, I've started to build small community libraries for rural children, ethnic children in very rural parts of India. Uh, it's a new uh, effort from me. I've had a large number of my friends very willingly supporting me in this uh, through their motivation, through their encouragement, through their financial support. Uh, if you'd like to know more, we have uh, some material up on a website called Socially This. Dot com that is s o c i a l l y t h i s dot com um, and i will i will be working um, towards that goal uh, for the next several years maybe 10 years 15 years or so now even though that initiative has had numerous challenges um, but the strength for me to move forward the strength for me the uh, the luck for me to to influence uh, my good friends <coughs> to join me in that initiative has also been good. It's almost like when you have the right intent, consciousness somehow works itself out in your favor. 
uh, I had heard about those things in the past, but I have now experienced it myself. Now, once you experience things, it convinces you even more. It sort of solidifies those convictions. And I'm very convinced that uh, uh, if we have, if each one of us have 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 a, a general intent uh, to do stuff in general good of a larger community, without having to emphasize personal gains, without having to look for those individual dollars uh, for your own, um, you know, recognition. I think not only do we get to a place which makes us happy, but we also uh, influence a lot of people around us. Um, this thing has been a little uh, challenging for me, which is, you know, how, how does my thought, uh, how can I influence somebody else with my thought, with what I'm thinking? And I, what I just said, you know, consciousness appears to have worked itself out in some strange ways in my favor. And the example that I can think of is this, or the analogy I can think of is like this. You know, in a, in a copper wire, uh, when you put batteries across the wire, it vibrates the electrons. And that's what we call the electric current. However, the vibration of those electrons also creates something called an electric field, which does not necessarily restrict itself to the wire. It extends beyond the wire. Um, so... Um, uh, and it transmits itself. For example, if you're, if you're standing um, very close to or below uh, a very high transmission, uh, transmission lines uh, that transmit electric power from the power stations, the high voltage lines, uh, you would see sparks coming out. That's electricity that's jumping out from the wires into the, uh, into the metal supports, into the ground, going back into the ground. And in that, in that action of jumping out from the wire, it create, creates a spark, it creates a noise, it ionizes the air and all that stuff. And, and that's what I, I have uh, as a closest analogy to how the mind works, um, to influence things outside of the mind. I think in Buddhism, in one of the uh, Vajrayana Buddhism uh, philosophies, they have this context of um, cloud, uh, akashic. Uh, unfortunately, the closest trans translation in English is cloud, but it it has it's it's really something very more uh, more subtle and more significant than just a cloud. But think of it in a way in which you're creating an environment around you, a local environment around you that is built to sustain the consciousness that you have uh, inculcated uh, with the intents that you have brought or uh, brought around by yourself, and it influences people within a specific vicinity. Um, spiritual giants like what we have had in India over a long, long period of time have been able to exert that influence to their disciples and have changed their, uh, dramatically changed their life. Um, and this is without uh, any external stimulus or any external chemicals like psychedelics and all. Of course, if you go and read the, you know, uh, the experiences of uh, Aldous Huxley, um, or even you know uh, late uh, naturalists like uh, Thomas McKenna, Terence McKenna uh, from the uh, uh, mushroom communities, for example, psychedelics also have got uh, uh, you know other ways in which to simulate that sort of an experience. However, the moment you stop the stimulus, the experience also stops in those cases. So it's a, it's a chemical reaction that is prompted by the psychedelics, gives you the experience, and once the chemical uh, inputs are cut off, the experience also stops. However, for the spiritual giants, uh, the experiences that they have, maybe once a lifetime experiences, 
um, they persist um, throughout their lives. So either way, um, uh, at the end of the day, it all boils down to uh, a large part of it. Sorry, a large part of it boils down to how how our mind works and how we need to make sure that the mind is fed well. Uh, the mind is fed well not only with good food, um, nutrition, nutritious uh, uh, chemicals, but also uh, subtle elements of nutrition like uh, good books, uh, company of, of good people, uh, good thoughts and, and everything else and everything similar. So uh, I will continue with my experiments. I'll continue with my practice as much as, much as I can over the summer period. And I hope that you do the same as well. Um, we are still praying for uh, the suffering to end in Ukraine. Uh, it doesn't matter who's right or who's wrong. It doesn't matter uh, who did what. Um, we have problems on both sides. Uh, the West trying to uh, strong arm um, a community based on the only thing that the West knows, which is money. Uh, but I think the, the, the issues are much more deeper than what can be solved with just one-minded thought of money. You know, um, I, I hope that, uh, you know, we will all send our prayers to the suffering, uh, to, to the people and families who are suffering in Ukraine and other parts of, of the world. The pandemic is still not over. Uh, I believe B1 and B2 are still very active now, although in the U.S. and in Europe, the media has almost stopped talking about it. And I'm guessing that that's purely because of political and economic reasons. Again, it's it's always the money that seems to be driving some of these communities. And there's only so much you can achieve with money. Um, but uh, we can't change uh, those larger uh, elements at play. Um, um, we can change, however, the way I react to it, the way you react to it, and the way, uh, you know, we... Um, uh, we can still contribute to a community in spite of what's happening in general across the world. I believe that um, uh, the element of good uh, will eventually triumph, even though the uh, the evil, as as it might seem, uh, it seems to be always stronger than than good, and seems to be winning in most cases. I believe over a longer period of time, um, the good is there to persist uh, because of because of its resilience. Uh, because of its forgiving nature and because of the compassion that it brings to um, to things around us. So I hope we remain mindful about those things. Mindfulness is very important. Uh, and uh, I hope to be talking to you again uh, after the summer. I Like I said, I will keep publishing uh, maybe once a month over the next couple of months. And uh, I will come back uh, with my regular episodes talking more about happiness, talking more about the purposeful nature of uh, being able to get ourselves to the position of happiness. Till then, my friends, my listeners, thank you again for tuning in, for listening in, for subscribing. I wish you all the best.